Today is Monday, February 20th, 2017. This is episode 25 of Maelstrom Radio. Maelstrom Radio. With your hosts, Flatus and Shinder. And welcome everybody to Maelstrom Radio. My name is Flatus. You're laughing. I don't know what's wrong. Round two is always better. All right, cool. Good. Uh, hi. I worked on audio all day today, and I kind of got it. Almost. You did it. There's kinda no record it. of otherwise. Nope. As far as I know, everybody should hear you, like... <laughs> yeah, thanks, Chili. Uh, cough. Uh, uh. <clears throat> it's not like we. It's not like we had de- you know audio demons. <laughs> no audio demons. I'm gonna I'm gonna regret this very very quickly. I feel. Maybe. Oh. Okay. Cool. I don't think. I don't think you can hear that. that that's probably better. Probably. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> we started off so well. Always. I'm gonna I'm gonna limit using that. Until I until I get a better solution. <laughs> until I get my problem with that pro- option right now is that if I leave it where I can hear it, I also hear myself, and I haven't figured out how to fix that yet. That's the problem. That, that would be a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah, I can't figure out how to. The problem is, I was th- my thought was here's my thought. Second Discord account. Oh. Running two instances of Discord. And then have that one solely for the purposes of sounds and me still have my voice chatty thing. That's that's my thought. Um, that might be something to try in the next show. Maybe. Or if you get bored and I'll start learning how to code and build a bot. <laughs> start handling this crap. That sounds like a terrible idea. What could possibly go wrong if you had your own bot? I don't know. Flat flat bot? <laughs> flat flat bot six thousand? It's a thousand better than the five thousand bot. Speaking of bad ideas, <laughs> hi. Uh, <laughs> recruiting for our FC is that the segue? Yep. Yep. Perfect. Uh, if you're but, a current player, new player, returning player, some other type of player, raider, crafter, whatever, uh, and you're looking for a group to run with on uh, in Final Fantasy 14, take a uh, look at uh, Grudy Gang on. Pamphlet. Uh, we actually did get into a random group last night with a bunch of awesome people from Behemoth. So shout out to them. Hello. Uh, it was awesome. We ran a whole bunch of extreme primals and none of us had ever, ever done them before. Uh, just for the record, 
Curry, our old uh, co-host, is the worst possible person to ever run Titan. He successfully has killed Titan a total of two times. He has never survived an entire Titan extreme fight, and he has tried and failed twice now to complete the quest for Titan because he keeps forgetting to actually do it. <laughs> he keeps forgetting. All right, so backstory. He got the quest, attuned the crystal, dropped the quest, ran Titan, completed Titan, but since he didn't have the quest, he had to do it again. So we run it again for him to do the quest. No, he picked up the quest the sec- again. And just didn't attune for the rock this time. <laughs> and then didn't attune for the rock. Yeah. So also, to be fair, I still give him the benefit of the doubt that his PC is a damn, but it is literally not p- Lollafell potato, but like actual potato <laughs> or Lollafell potato. Every, maybe every single time. Every time. I mean, he's he's got it at the end once, once he figured out that he needed to pre preload the move. It was fine after that. So uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, if our if our audio sounds different, let us know if it's bad. Let us know if it's better. Let us know that as well. Um, if not, I will find other programs and such to make changes. But this so far seems to be working. Maybe. I don't know. All sounds the same to me. It does. It, it it may. It's all up to the listeners. It is up to the listeners in the end. So, I don't know. Chili, Chili, be listen. Chili, you're in chat, and you're mate. You, you're biggest fan. You tell me the truth. If the audio is shit, you let me. Know. You better tell us the truth, or so help me, Lava Scorpion. Yeah, all praise Lava Scorpion. <laughs> anyway, uh, we we're also doing some giveaways. Uh, one, I forgot to uh, do. We we made a decision uh, from last show. Klaus, uh, I know you're not here at the moment. Klaus, you are the winner of a write-in contest. So. Uh, I will DM you on the, the, uh, I have your Twitter, but I supposed to be using Twitch, but I'll do it on Twitter since I know you'll rapidly respond there, but just let me know if you want the, uh, red Baron or white devil, uh, uh, mount. Oh, Hey, you're here. Hey, hi, but <laughs> you win a mount. You win the mount. <laughs> you did it. You want it. So just let me know which one you want, and uh, I'll send it to you. Uh, Chili, same for you. I know you're in chat. You haven't yet to tell me what minion you want, buddy. Uh, so just let me know, and I'll send that off. So, uh, speaking of winning. But I was say, speaking of things that Klaus didn't win. <laughs> no, yeah. The beard off. He did not win the beard off. So last week, we announced that Klaus and myself were going uh, versus head-to-head in the, the vote for the best beard for charity and i was i had a hefty lead all week i was literally i was good maybe what 10 to 7 to 10 percent lead through the week probably Uh, around there yep and uh and then at the very end i don't know some people i think waited to the end to jump in and and vote for clouds i don't know what happened then all of a sudden he had like he lost by two (laughs) So I, I'm sorry out there, Klaus. I did vote for you. He did as as Chili much vote. as I am a co-host on this podcast. I did vote for you. Yeah, the first thing he said, he's like, "I'm voting for Klaus." <laughs> I was like, "Thanks, buddy." He's like, "He yep. wasn't impressed." No, uh, Chili though voted for me. So <laughs> Chili's my good luck charm, and that's why I won. So thanks, Chili. <laughs> We're all winners. But in the end, uh, really, what won was the. Uh, Cystic, Fibro- uh, Cystic Fibrosis Foundation uh, 
uh, specifically, specifically the Palm Beach chapter, uh, it, that hits close to home. I had a friend that passed away um, in her uh, early 20s uh, with her battle with cystic fibrosis. And it's not, uh, some people don't know what it is, and it, it does strike a lot of people. Some people can manage living with it with treatment. Um, some people have it a lot worse, and she was one of the uh, unlucky few that uh, had it where she went through two double lung transplants within a year of each other and neither lungs took and eventually she lost her battle. So, uh, worthy cause in the end. So, uh, it's something fun we could do for charity. Uh, and, and that's really what this community is about is doing some fun stuff outside the game, just to joke around and help, help each other out. It's always good. So also speaking good, I actually, it wasn't even in the notes, but, uh, if you'd like to join us, and what I mean us is Shin, as uh, we did Extra Life last year, but Shin, we're doing a team this year. You're setting up the team. Yeah, we haven't got all of the uh, we haven't got all the specifics yet, but a few of us are joining together to do an Extra Life team. Uh, each of us will be choosing a different Children's Miracle Network hospital uh, to raise money for, and as a team, uh, we'll be trying to put on different events and stuff throughout the year. Uh, all leading up to uh, the Extra Life Gaming Marathon, which is happening, I believe, the end of October this year. It might be the Perfect. early November, but uh, we'll get some more information on that and start sending out links and stuff probably yep. in the next couple months. Do we know who's on our team already? I know myself. I, know, I still haven't signed up and I'm going to ask for that. <laughs> Just go do that already. Um, newscast. I'm I'm not going to quite comment on it. Yes, but we do have some other podcasts coming and joining us. Yeah. Uh, so, we haven't quite started figuring out all of that yet. But yeah, there, there's definitely going to be a few other podcasters that are going to help us. So if you'd like to come and join and help uh, with that, uh, just if you if you know how to reach us on the Twitter through email, if you want to be a part of that, let us know now, and we'll start. Shin, you know, directed come, towards Come Shin. talk to me. Exactly. Shin's, Shin's the brainchild behind this one. <laughs> so I'll just, I just show up and play games. Uh, so, and stop being uh, sleeping. Exactly. And talking about... Uh, <laughs> talking about exciting times. <laughs> exciting times with Behemoth. And what, what we mean by that. <laughs> I, I did the, mention this earlier. It was great runs. It was. Um, we did. We met a lovely group of people from Behemoth uh, who jumped in our Discord, and uh, we hung out with them most of the night last night. We had a day off today, so we, we stood up late last night uh, running uh, Extreme Ifrit and uh, learning how to do that properly. And Extreme Titan. Both of those were great runs. Yes. Uh, we've gotten better at Titan. Most Ifrit, of us had no idea how to do both of those fights. No. Well, but... Ifrit at least. If it was what I've learned is that a lot of it's just staying on the butt, <laughs> whatever it is, just get on the butt under, under the butt right up in there. Get yeah, like, you know, like touch the taint sort of situations. All right, let's get into actual. <laughs> I hate following what I just said with that. <laughs> but <laughs> Final Fantasy 14 set some records that had absolutely nothing to do with Titan's ass. <laughs> No, but they set some Titanic records. Ah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, Final Fantasy XIV set uh, world records. Uh, Guinness Book of World Records is out, out at Frankfurt. And uh, so Final Fantasy XIV got uh, 
won a world record for the MMO with the uh, longest running uh, end credits, which I think was an hour and 30 minutes. Not quite sure if I'd brag about that one. But, but, but to be fair, I would because the reason why it's so long is because they gave credit to everybody that played and stuck with them through 1.0. And I think that's really important that to think that Yoshi, Yoshi P wanted to make sure that he thanked everybody that gave and stuck with them through the changes and in the closing of 1.0. Um, so to be recognized for that, and it's really be recognizing everybody that stuck out with them because it it would have ended a lot earlier <laughs> so uh all of all of us and anybody out there that was playing 1.0 and, and got their name in the credits uh you're you're part of uh history technically you helped make that happen so um they also won a, an award for the mmo with the most music tracks that's 384 uh original pieces so so can it was on stage and accepted that one and that's pretty I, cool I Soken's reaction to winning that was probably the best thing that I saw at FanFest. <laughs> Soken's best best thing ever at any FanFest. Uh, so, that being said, that's really cool because I've played a lot of MMOs and I, honestly, most of the time, most people like shut off the sound because it gets repetitive. They don't play with sound on. But when you have 384 unique tracks, I don't think, like other than Gold Saucer because I spent some time there. So that gets a little repetitive, but I mean, I, I'll run primals just to hear music. <laughs> so, you know, don't judge. It's great stuff. I might have mentioned this once or twice before, but I absolutely love the music in Final Fantasy XIV. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Final Fantasy XIV, <laughs> the worst segue. That was the easiest, cheapest segue. Don't even give me credit for that. Aves, Aves uh, and High okay. Summoner. There is one more. Stuff. You oh, missed wait. the final and the most important world record. Did did I forget something? You did. Uh, they also wh- won what? The, the world record for having the for being the most prolific RPG. You're goddamn right they did. I mean, it was what, 84 different games that they made in the series and before the whole, but there's only 15 of them. Final Fantasy, no, yeah, Final Fantasy Tactics, Final Fantasy Moogle Quest, Final Fantasy Chocobo Dungeon. I mean, 84 unique titles under the final fantasy flag it is now it's known as the most prolific rpg game series and i'll take it like i'll listen i've playing these games through the years I'll, like that's a big win skyrim's not gonna be able to pull that up like the elder Scrolls games can't say that shit D no the video game area not really um even then they're only on fifth editions <laughs> i'm sorry i misquoted it there's actually 87 oh there's 87 there's some unique shit down there. Explorers, Crystal Dungeons, Chili... Mi- this is a Chili Mystic Quest? Chili, did you sneak your name into a title? <laughs> Chili tricked me into reading his name in a title. He was like, Explorers, Crystal Dungeons, Chili Mystic Quest. You know, all those Final Fantasy games. Chili, you cheeky, cheeky little bugger. Uh, Aves and High Summoner art, uh, attires exchange are coming soon. I believe the 27th, 26th, next week. Uh, it'll be actually the 28th, which is a Tuesday because patch. Patch, yeah. Was, oh, well, patch day is 27th. All right. So, yeah, the 28th. So, you know, you've all been wanting to wear the uh, Titus Titus clothing or Yuna clothing. Now's your time. I'm not. I mean, <laughs> that's going to be my new Palace of the Dead 
aware, by the way. Just say it now. Just let you know now. Meg Ryan. Thank you, Klaus. See, even Klaus knows him as Meg Ryan. It is Meg Ryan. It is Meg Ryan. I don't have people that fight me about that, but it is Meg Ryan. All right. Stormblood pre-order Steam edition is out right now. So if you are a Steam player and you're like, when can I pre-order my edition? Go do it now. Just go hop on the Final Fantasy 14. You can go pre-order there. You can enter your code, get all your stuffs, and it's all good. You go do that now. You know, Steam player. If you're driving, don't do that. If you're listening to this in your car, don't do that. Like, yeah. And if you happen to not like the whole Steam gets things after, uh, keep a lookout. Uh, Square's doing lots of sales and stuff. You'll be able to pick up uh, the base game, Heaven's Word, uh, all of that for fairly inexpensive. Uh, alternatively, as well, you could get the new complete edition, which for I think it's an extra ten or twenty dollars on top of the normal expansion cost. You could just buy the game outright from Square and not have to deal with Steam either. Yep. So, well, I mean, speaking of Steam, yeah, let's not lose it. <laughs> let's keep the Steam train going. The hype train. What about the hype train? Want to keep the hype the train. Hype train has taken off, took off a long time ago. All right. And it just it just keeps going. You know, I don't know if round two is any better than round one right now. <laughs> uh, anyway, we can just move back again. Go. We could just redo the, the whole thing. Like round three victory lap. Let's go. <laughs> Chili's, Chili's like, this is your first time streaming. What are you talking to? Um, if, if we have round three, I'm pretty sure we just need to rename the episode. We tried. We oh, we did. We did try. So. Speaking of the hype train leaving the station, the, the station was in Frankfurt this weekend. Shit and I woke up at an ungodly time. <laughs> so stupid early. We were here streaming. Chili joined us. We had Doctatron that was awake and joining us. Thank you for making us more. Like, making at least, if, I said to myself, if one person shows up, it was worth it. <laughs> it was worth waking up that early. Uh, thank you for making it worth it. <laughs> Uh, that was actually before the stream. When we watched the stream, it was worth it 100%, regardless if people showed up or not. Yes. But, you know, the the extra, I have to be on camera. <laughs> I could have done it. I could have just sat here. But it's fine. I did it. We ch- we chatted. It was fun. But speaking of that thing, God, so early. <laughs> but, you know, what? what was the one thing you and I predicted? You said, hey, I don't think we'll get the full trailer. I said, I think we'll get the full trailer. I don't think we'll get the full song. So, uh, you want to you wanna watch that trailer? Wanna, we wanna can watch the that? whole trailer. Can we? I, I was very wrong. We did get the whole trailer. We did. We huh? definitely did not get the whole song. No, we did not get the whole song. But you get the whole trailer. So, I'm going to switch this over. Hopefully, like magic. Ready for this? Look. Oh, hey, there you are. Let me move that. <laughs> Let's move that and do one of these. And hopefully it's not going to do There's two of me. There is two of you. Oh, Klaus, if you're right and there's actually more trailer, I will be so happy.
So this is where we we had the teaser from our fan fest. Still no confirmation on who that is. I, I think there's still going to be lots of people who are disappointed that we do not have a dancer. Maybe those are actually moves that the monk are going to get. Like wavy, like flowy arm moves? Exactly. Maybe. Still what we got. Nothing new here yet. But wait. I do like how a lot of this trailer uh, looks like it could just be taken directly from concept art. Agreed. So we see Alamigo, and what do we do? We ride right past Garlemald. Hey, buddies! Just kind of ignore the whole Garlean Empire right now. Yeah. Because where do we end up, Chin? There might be a whole new content or something. Yeah, under the sea, we're going to go hang out with the Little Mermaid. The Aqua Gleam Hunter Force has to live somewhere. Yep, that's where the- by the way, that was the Aqua Gleam Hunter Force's main, uh, base. And this is where we got our confirmation of... I guess I got really, really excited when, uh, the Samurai first came out. Right. And... Photographer! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see you try to play a non-tank class. Won't be a samurai. And we got our first first look at my new favorite character. And here we go, Yugiri. This new that's the June twentieth, twenty seventeen, still tentative as we still know. Uh, so that is our Stormblood trailer. I'm going to bring us back to our main scene. Uh, so that being said, having seen that, my new favorite character is the Falcon. 
Yugiri's got a falcon. And I've named the falcon. So I need everybody in chat, everybody that listens to this on the audio later, please go to Twitter, Facebook, um, and please start passing around that that falcon's name is Johnny Falcon. <laughs> Hashtag Johnny Falcon. Yugiri's pet falcon, his name is Johnny. Johnny Falcon. Shin may, may not like me anymore. <laughs> Johnny Falcon. So, uh, what's up, man? What do you think? I have lots of feelings, but they're probably a little bit different from most people. Everyone got really, really excited when uh, the samurai came out, and everyone I, my Twitter stream, uh, my Twitter stream just exploded, and uh, it went everywhere, and everyone's like, "Samurai, samurai, samurai!" And I was just sitting there going, "Holy crap, that's a huge map!" Right? Especially because as we were flying across everything, and I just see Doma pop up. I'm like, "Wait, that's that's Doma." Uh, we're gonna get some news about Doma here. We got Yugiri, and there's Doma, and we'll go into that. Uh, somewhere else but it, I, yeah. i'm i'm shocked i was like all right we're gonna we're going to isle amigo let's go <laughs> like six shooters up we're going in like cowboys bang bang go and then all of a sudden it was like oh by the way you're also going to domo we're like wait a minute <laughs> if you want to see our our general reaction i may upload the reaction from our right when we saw that map because it was unreal to 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 go to a place that I was like, oh, okay, well, all right, four here, maybe five Doma, maybe or some maybe go off the off island, because like Gar- they said, Garlemald's gonna be like six point oh, seven point area, so like like I think Gar- you know, like Doma may be happening with that. Such an well, interesting Doma was thing. specifically called out. Like if you look at the map as we flew by, there was Garlemald way off in the distance, and it wasn't really. Uh, flushed out as much as the rest of the map. Like even when you come over to uh, Authard there, where we are going to be for this expansion, and over into the other highland of Hingashi, uh, which we'll get to, uh, you can see that there was definitely some more content on Hingashi, and there was a little bit more on the eastern side of Authard there. Uh, but even the the west coast of that island hasn't really got a lot of information on it yet. So I have a feeling that. We'll kind of currently in 4.0, we'll kind of do that eastern area and maybe more into the water, the ocean off to the east. And then maybe 5.0, we'll start going to the rest of the continent to 6.0 up to Garlemald there. Which would make sense, uh, unless they really want to push and open that continent up through the patches, which would be interesting and then lead us right into Garlemald for the next expansion. That would be really cool. I think that'd be kind of awesome to open up the, the 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 map and let us explore new areas and go really big with it. Um, I don't know. I don't know what their plans are. Especially if they were open world. Spoilers. <laughs> uh, so that being said, uh, I know Yoshi P did a uh, interview with uh, pr- uh, like a press junket and someone asked about Alamigo specifically like, Hey, we saw a lot about Doma and they're like, Doma looks like a big area for us. But what about Alamigo itself? Is that just going to be a, a one and done and we're off to Doma? And he's, and his, his response was, and I didn't have it in here, but his response was that he's like, don't worry. We have something very big in store for, for Alamigo story, like b- both in an MMO space and how it'll handle. And, and he's like, just, just one of those, please wait for it. So, you know, I'm, I'm still, I'm still Jones in for Alamigo. I got to see what's going on. I'm sorry. After that trailer and everything, I'm with a lot of other people and, um, I, I don't know what Alamigo is anymore, but I'm 100% <laughs> on team Freedoma. 
<laughs> team Freedoma. <laughs> well, Galloway being a... Yeah, yeah. yeah I, will, I will Johnny help Fel. out Robon and uh, the, all them, free Alamigo and Ida, but uh, Yugiri asks me to go help with something, and I'm gone. She yeah. just sent me some Falcon mail. Yeah, you can do the Falcon mail. Johnny Falcon mail. <laughs> oh, what was the other thing we, we decided on? Like, like the new the new thing for nin- Ninja was going to be a ninjutsu that, that summoned the Falcon, and if you did it wrong... The fa- the falcon would swoop down and pull the rabbit off your head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a thing. Yeah, yeah. So if you if you want to like descri- like if there was a description of Maelstrom Radio, it's they created a ninjutsu where a falcon with done wrong rips the bunny off your head <laughs> and flies away and says, "Deal with it, bro." So add it to our list of things we've created. Yep, Johnny Falcon and <laughs> the Falcon ninjutsu. <clears throat> so, so we also uh, got a new job there. Yeah, what's a what's a samurai? I'm kidding. It's a samurai. It's samurai. It's samurai. We got samurai. It's official. Samurai is the new job. Uh, it's going to be melee DPS, close range burst. It will have a katana and sheath. No base class. And tentative starting at 50 pre Stormblood. So of course you're going to be able to go in. Grab, hey, look, our bot's still saying donate to extra life. We gotta update that guy. I'm gonna change him. I didn't know I activated Surprisingly, it is still actually going to my link. Is it? Perfect. Go, move on. <laughs> um, so, uh, there's no base class, but it's gonna be like the Red Mage where you're gonna be able to go in. Uh, I, I would, not sure where, uh, where, where we'll find the samurai and when we'll start that questing. Uh, we know it's going to be 50 tentative, and if you don't have Stormblood, or if you're not at Stormblood yet, you can start leveling Samurai and, and get it up there. So when you finally enter Alamingo or Doma or wherever we're starting, uh, you'll be able to start rolling as Samurai right from the get-go and start your quests. Um, so uh, it's used, it uses traditional Far Eastern swordplay techniques, such as uh, Lai, and it has changed attacks using Setsu, Snow, Getsu, Moon, and Ka, Flower. Katana stores energy, which can be unleashed, uh, used to unleash special attacks in full. Shin, what's what's the bad news? I don't think it's really bad news per se, uh, but a lot of people were very disappointed that there are in fact only two jobs coming out with Stormblood, and that both of them are actually uh, DPS jobs. Uh, but Yoshida did have some good information. There's good some yeah, had some good news for that. Uh, they actually looked at the data from 3.0. And when they introduced the new classes for N3.0, and they noticed that when they had a new tank class and a new healer class, most of the time, DPS players didn't really switch to these new roles. Uh, People who played the uh, Paladin and Warrior in 2.0 continued to play tanks, and so they were the ones that played Dark Knights. Likewise, people who played White Mages and Scholars tended to switch over to start playing the Astrologian. Uh, so it, even if they decided to add a new tank or a healing class, uh, it wouldn't actually mean that the queues are going to change because it was really healers play healers, tanks play tanks, DPS play DPS. Uh, however, they ha- the, we do have some battle system changes coming along the line, and with those changes, they're pretty confident that queuing's not going to be too bad. So, I, all right, with that being said, right, and, and the reasoning was... Fantastic. I understand the reasoning, but at the same time, I I, I come from the background of Final Fantasy, where people have their favorite class. Like, look, 
for example, Klaus in chat. Klaus is a diehard red mage. Well, no, no, red mage for life, in, in, you know. And if red mage came out and was a healer, Klaus, I'm assuming you would still play red mage just because it was red mage. And so I would say if samurai came out as a tank, people would be like, "I'm gonna well, time to pull up my britches. I'm learning how to tank." <laughs> so it maybe that's one of the reasons why. That we like a lot of the DPS classes are iconic, just just a little less. <laughs> but like I, I can see, and there will be some people that would probably do that. Uh, but for the majority of player, <laughs> excuse me, uh, for the majority of players, they're not going to be switching just because there there's a new class. And they even mentioned this as part of the world record uh, awards that. Final Fantasy fourteen has reached out to players not only who are involved with the Final Fantasy series, um, and likewise not just players that have been involved with Final Fantasy fourteen. So even uh, all those people, like for example, I don't have any background with the series. I don't really have a favorite job class. I like playing classes that fit my play style, and I think a lot of people find that as well, especially in MMOs in general. You have people that they are tanks, they are healers, they are DPS. Uh, and they might switch between a couple of them, but they generally have roles that they prefer playing. Support class? I would love to have support, and I would in a heartbeat <laughs> switch to a support class because that is my favorite. Just <laughs> throwing it out there. Uh, Paul Metal in chat, give me, give me Dancer. Now, I, I will say this, uh, that they also answered that question during the press junket, that, hey, would you guys ever add another class in the middle of the patch cycles? And it was more of a... Not a no. It was not a no. It wasn't like a flat out no. It was more of a we could do it if we're comfortable. Like it's more of a comfortability thing. If they, I think if they're happy where they're at, I think they could do it. So <laughs> class, class and chat. As long as I don't have to be a refresh whore again, I'm happy. <laughs> I mean, uh, let's see. Uh, I pick one of each, but I like DPS most. Most moist. <laughs> moist is no longer recruiting Vaishin. That's a that's a deep that's a deep Garuda Gang FC joke. Because Donkatron's in it. Yeah, Donkatron is in Moist. Um. Anyway, ah, uh, sweet sweet mercy. Uh, so we have a new city. I, I'm just one last thing. I am very glad that there's other people out there that love playing support classes, like Paul Metal in chat. Support classes are the best classes. I mean, they they could have done it. <laughs> they could have. We don't know. Uh, so oh, yes, Kagane, Kagane, am I saying that right? Kagane. Yeah, a Far Eastern themed port town with a strict isolationist policy on the southern tip island chain of Hingashi. Uh, the only port in Hingashi open to foreign trade vessels, violent acts. My favorite part about this description is violent acts are strictly prohibited within the town's walls. Not everyone obeys the rules. See Samurai. Yeah, my, my favorite part is the what part in parentheses that not everyone obeys this rule. Do you think we're going to get like an open PvP dueling sort of thing? No. No. I so don't why... think we're going to get open PvP. Uh, they have mentioned it in the past. I don't think this is something that we'll see. Uh, I have a strong feeling that the majority of the Final Fantasy fan base doesn't, isn't a fan of open world PvP. Uh, and it doesn't really help so much but i think that it would open the doors to being able to have combat within cities 
So right now we only have combat outside of the major cities. You can't have any sort of combat in Ishgard, Gridania, Limsa, Lominsa, or Ulda. Uh, but this could be maybe a change. Maybe we're going to start seeing combat within actual cities. All right. If that's the case, their violent acts are strictly prohibited. So is there a risk reward for having doing the combat in the city? It'll be interesting to see how they do reputation uh, or other sorts of stuff. Like maybe they're going to have, as we saw in the trailer there, there was some sort of guards uh, running around chasing after the samurai and the samurai took them out because they were annoying him. And frankly, samurai was kicking ass. But so maybe maybe there's going to be some sort of uh, watchdog or something like that, that if you have bad faction with or you have a poor reputation or something along those lines. Yeah. And we, and we know that... Uh, Kugane has a very strict isolationist policy for one reason or another. They haven't announced it yet. Uh, but depending on how it plays out, maybe we'll see them either increase that isolationist, isolationist policy or reduce it. I could very much see, like, if you start pissing off the guards, you are no longer allowed in that city. That would really fucking suck. <laughs> I would love that. It would kind of suck. Like, you'd have to build your rep back up to get back in. Yeah, like if you go and you piss off everyone, you should have to pay the consequences. They're very, very big on the whole, your actions have consequences. And uh, we haven't seen so much of that in the game. Like you can't really mess up anything right now. But at the same time, it doesn't really give you a feeling that you're making any impact on the world either. I like that. I dig it. Uh, that was something they did in Warcraft. Uh, but it was not on... If this is... Uh, I hope they do it differently because it was more just for an achievement where you could uh, go to um, a, an area and f- kill all the goblins in the area because it was a neutral area. And then so you could build up faction with uh, pirates and then you become the pirates so you can get a title. But then you had to build your faction back up with the goblins. And then it was like this weird like chain of achievements. So you just get the uh, insane title because it was such a ridiculous thing to do. You get insane for it. So. Uh, <laughs> And that goes all the way back to the EverQuest days as well. They had insane faction rhymes back with EQ1. EQ2 also had similar ones. Uh, I remember when the game first came out, they were uh, like WoW and a lot of other MMOs in that era. They had two major factions, Kinos and Freeport. And then from those two factions, you could actually do a betrayal quest, betray your faction and join the other city. And way back when, when they first introduced this, it was really hard to leave your city. That was a really big deal. And uh, you had to go out and kill hundreds and hundreds of these things. Like it would take hours and hours to do it. And at the end of it, you knew that like there was no going back. This was a pain in the ass to do. You are for sure going to do that. But so, if I think like more recently, a lot of games don't have that sort of stuff, mostly because yes, it's a huge time investment and players aren't as willing to do it. And a lot of times they just want the easy mode win. What if they do it? Just what did they say? Like, all right, well, we're just going to go against the grain and just do this. And it's just going to be what it is. And and I think um, there are games out there that are trying to bring that back. Coming to mind would be Pantheon, uh, uh, Brad McQuaid's new MMO that's coming out. They're trying to go way back to the MMO roots that they had with EQ1, bring back a lot of that sort of uh, reputation and uh, your uh, actions have consequences and, and bring back some of that sort of stuff. I think if they did it in Final Fantasy, depending on how they did it, uh, would be good. Like, if there's a huge time investment to do the thing, it should have a big consequence for it. Or likewise, if there's a big consequence for doing something, it should take you some time investment to make sure that you actually want to do that. 
So, but at the same time, optional. Like, it needs to, it's kind of like the weapon. Yes. It's an optional thing. But, like, if you want to put that time investment in, the like, but it has to be a very good risk-reward situation where I know there's going to be this quant- this consequence, but the reward out from the consequence is worth doing in the long run. Uh, some some uh, some chat uh, notes real quick. Chilling chat. Remember being uh, besieged in 11, which you had to defend White Gate. Um, did I get that wrong? No. <laughs> uh, from Beast Tribes. Uh, I don't PB. remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, no. I was like, I was like, did I read my Roman numerals wrong? Uh, <laughs> and huge PVE content in city. Like, there's also that too. Like, we're also trying to liberate these these towns and cities. And I, we would assume that Garlemald has their 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 own guards and and these people being paid by Garlemald uh, and the Garlean Empire in these cities. So maybe Garlemald's trying to like, as we try to push back resistance, they're going to send guards in to to take it back or, or try to hold power and maybe that's the reason why and i in i'm gonna jump a little bit like and i'm gonna put a pin in this but i i have a, i have an idea because they did make mention that the residential area pin in that wasn't gonna be unlocked right away we had it to, to hold and and secure the area so maybe this is a fight on the server for this like maybe there's a chance that like not all servers will get the residential area at the same time if they don't all push back and win or like it's over a time-based thing, I don't know, but I'm very interested. Um, this is also they- something, oops, sorry. I'd say this is also a concept that we saw back when uh, EQ Next was first being announced with the concept of players building up cities and maybe not so much that, but having to defend cities against attacks. And I know other games have done this. Uh, wow. Recently with the Legion did a very, very small version of this where, the Legion was attacking all a bunch of cities. You had to go and defend them. Wasn't yes. very dynamic, wasn't very anything special, wasn't long-lasting. There was no consequences if you failed, uh, but it was similar. Guild Wars 2 did something similar as well. They had uh, quest chains or event chains, I should say, that if you completed one, you can move on to the next and keep going, and it would change how that, that portion of the world uh, behaved for that time. If you didn't do it, the monsters would start taking over the area and you'd have negative quest effects. Uh, again, they didn't really take it too far down that path and it was relatively static content. So eventually players didn't do it as much and it wasn't as uh, engaging overall. But I could see something similar with this, uh, or at least along the same lines with the concept where you could go in and maybe there's PvP and maybe we have to keep doing that or otherwise the city you won't be able to access the housing area or you won't be able to get into the city or other issues like that. I, I listen, I'm just saying like, if you tell people like, listen, you got to defend the city and, or else this housing area is not going to get unlocked on your server until you, it's done. Guarantee that place is packed booming every day. Cause people want, want to live in that housing area. People are going right, to be like, I'm there all day, every day. And as Chili pointed out there, like in 11, if you failed, you lost guards in the city and you couldn't fast travel. Uh, those would be perfect consequences because they're not really game-breaking. It's not like we have to redesign the entire game if you lose things. Like, if you don't defend against the invasion, the city gets destroyed. Like That's a massive consequence that they really can't retrofit into the game right now. But not being able to fast travel would be annoying enough to players that there would be a good incentive to do it. And then over time as well, 
when the city isn't as populated in an expansion, next expansion, a couple expansions down, when players aren't there as much, instead of just letting it sit and rot, maybe the city hires more guards or the city is now safe enough because the players progressed, uh, progressed far enough in the quest line, they actually hire more guards and the events stop in that area. Exactly. Um, all right, so the interesting thoughts, uh, like great conversation starters, something to think about as we move forward. Um, so we also know that uh, we'll get more information. We're going to be live letter every month leading up to the expansion. So, you know, if you're not following us, please do, because I'm sure we'll hopefully get some more information on how that is going to work. Because that is very specifically why I mention it if it's not has something to do with like very, very specific. Just saying. Uh, new areas, the Ruby Sea, Sea area, a lot of pirates connected to Trevania. Very cool. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for ocean travel. <laughs> Can be boats. Uh, Yanixia, if I'm saying no. All right, how do you say no? Not Yanixia? No. What is no. it? How do you say that? Right here, I'll, I'll click on it. What is that word? I, I know exactly what you're going for. But yeah, it, it's closer to Yangsha. Is it Yangsha? Yeah, the... It it is a Chinese word, I believe. That's like every. Uh, that's all Chinese my years of Warcraft. The the X's are kind of like a, a CH or an X an SH sound more, I believe. Okay. Someone who is actually knows this would probably be a lot better. Uh, I'm just going from my brief brief. Uh, yeah, it's okay. Class and chats, Yang Sha. So yeah, uh, I well I butchered that, and that's all my years of Warcraft coming out because I'm like, oh, it's like a Nixia from freaking Warcraft. No. That was a dragon I killed. She had many whelps. <laughs> uh, where the city Doma will be found. Controlled by the Gurlian Empire, so expect many confrontations here. Yet again, what did we just discuss? <laughs> Under it, many Gurlians. But that is where Doma is. Interesting. But, I mean, come on. <laughs> You're not telling me they're over on the little other area? Or two? They're over there. They're hanging out. Uh, and then we have the Azim or Yazim step, steps. The big bowl. We got a big bowl coming. Big bowl. Listen, I could be butchering that name too. I, I hope I'm not, but it, this is home to many Ara tribes. As you said, yeah, okay, good. All right, cool. Well, first expansive plains type area in Final Fantasy 14. Big open plain. I'm excited. And I want the big home of lines. your. It is your home area, the Ara. Are we gonna meet the one that marries horses out there? All I know is Ara. Ara, yeah. Horse people. I don't know. Listen, I know there's right. some, I got it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yoshi P's great. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What's next? What's next is the Teenage M- Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> different things means different things, shit. <laughs> different things. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> What's next? That's my name. Na- uh, never have me interview people on the show. They'll be like, What's next? <laughs> Uh, welcome to episode 25 of Maelstrom Radio. I think that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are the next logical uh, step after we get the Kojin. It makes sense. <laughs> the Kojin, the Kojin are tortoise-like. They're commonly found in the Ruby Sea. Uh, now you play a you play a race ninja uh, only. Ninja only. Your teacher is a talking rat, a giant talking rat. Um, also, can, real quick, and a side note on the uh, thing. Uh, thankful that there is no giant talking ethnic pandas <laughs> in this expansion. Uh, so, thank you for that. By the- Very much. 
Yeah, that's an EQ2 World of Warcraft loving coming from that life. EQ2 did have small talking rats, though. They did. They were kind of like the red mages of of EQ2. They wore the same hats. Uh, Most comfortable in the water have settlements on the sea that we we will visit. Under the sea, I'm sorry, that we will visit and uh, believe that unique gods, Kami, reside in all things. They also like to collect and hoard rare items for that house powerful Kami. Now, you don't have a beast tribe without having a, a primal. So what do we get? Sasano, Lord of the Revel. You know, the when con- I read Lord of the Revel, I think that he's going to be a dancing god. <sighs> I mean, we already have the waltz. I mean, Ravana. Well, and that would make sense because Susano is the second all original Final Fantasy fourteen primal, other than Ravana. So we have Ravana, the waltzing god, and maybe we'll have Susano, who's the god of breakdance. <laughs> <laughs> breakdance? Is that, that, is that where your first thought went? Is breakdancing? I mean, he's the god of the turtles. They can go on the backs and spin. and Spin. Yeah, I gotcha. It worked. Uh, I would also like to point out that he holds one sword, not four. Very, like, almost like falling in line with Ravana a little bit. Like, Ravana is very, like, four-armed uh, Russian waltz. Uh, Susano may be different, may be more Asian-inspired in music, might be, you might hear taiko drums, like, you know, like a big kind of battle. Um, I'm down. I think he's cool looking, so can't wait to see. He could also be the god of hipster music. Oh, I would only want to run that once. (laughs) What's, define hipster music? I don't know. I just want to offend somebody. Uh, New friend... (laughs) Ah, uh, sweet mercy. New dungeons. We got a video displaying you know, the scenery of a ship graveyard, but of course, many new dungeons are on the way. The ship graveyard looks super cool. I, I like any ghost ships. Yeah, who else is excited that we get to go on a ghost ship? Ghost ship is just amazing. Ghost ship. I like it. It's me. I, I like ghost ship. I love ghost ship. Give me ghost ship. You know, because there's going to be like I, ghosty the, things on there. I, I think the really interesting thing about the ghost ship too is they were showing off all these different places and then they're like, oh yeah, that's one dungeon that we're going to show off and uh, there's more coming. So there's from all these different places that they were showing, oh yeah, by the way, that's one dungeon. Wouldn't it be cool if the hard mode, I don't know if this is like, like long range theory craft, but I hope the hard mode dungeon is us like on, the, like go, we go on a boat and it ends up going out to sea. We're riding on a ghost ship out in the ocean. <laughs> just, I'm just saying, I want that. Do, does Bongo Bongo show up? Yes. But only for I'm okay with this. Ah, uh, no, no. He has to come in and bring in the theater rhythm game. <laughs> Gotta tie all of these theories together. Uh, it's just massive. Uh, all right. So uh, speaking of, uh, like earlier, we were speaking of the fourth residential housing area. Uh, I'm not going to be able to say this one. You go ahead and take this one. because I. All right. We get a new housing area. And as much as people really, really wanted Ishgard, we're not going to Ishgard. Uh, we're also not getting anything in current zones. We are getting Fire Eastern housing areas in Hingashi with the fourth, fourth residential area, Shirogane. So, Shirogane. Uh, so, uh, a Far Eastern housing area in Hingashi. It's more uh, Eastern furnishings. Uh, plots will not be available immediately. So, it's not like day one you can run in there with all the money and be like, boom, got my house. Screw you. Screw you guys. They did uh, say you can actually go and play and experience the content and do all the things without having to worry about a housing rush on day one. Yeah, which is fantastic. But don't Or don't worry. a housing rush during pre 
uh, the pre-launch. Yes, day thank early. you. Things play. My brain died. It's okay. <laughs> this episode's fantastic tonight. <laughs> it's great. Ah, oh, we appreciate you listening to Maelstrom Radio because without you. And just in case you didn't want to be our neighbor anymore, <clears throat> uh, they are going to also be introducing a moving feature uh, into the game. Oh, I'm moving. So that you can move your entire house or your free company uh, from your current plot to a new one. So the deal is that we are already planning, especially myself, uh, to buy a large mansion in the new housing area. Uh so that's going to be a thing that happens. So Operation FC, you know, donate Gill for the good cause of getting a giant house for everybody. And by the way, I wanted on the tippy toppiest hill that we can get. I want us to be like at the like the one house that's at the very top, looking down on all the other houses, pointing cannons at everybody. Fun fact: We're currently doing that with our existing neighbors. Mm-hmm. We have a cannon pointing at their house. I'm just saying, they own every other house surrounding us. You know that, right? We're surrounded by their players. Oh, yeah. Uh, We need more cannons. So the good news (laughs) with that is that as much as we would like more cannons, uh, all estates are going to get double the number of furnishing slots. So if it currently has 100, you're going to have 200. If it has 150, you get 300, etc. You can get lots and lots more furnishings, both inside and out. Uh, Total combined, I believe. Like If there's 200 for the entire estate, it's 200 total only for inside oh is that only inside only inside right now what's the outside outside uh they have not uh because the the increase on the inside the outside is not going to be increased yet um they're they're still gonna i think there was something else they're gonna work on first i can't remember what i think the maybe there's another feature they're gonna have and then they're gonna work on the outside features next um so that would be 200 inside. But that would make sense because you can actually fit 200 pieces inside easily. We know this because we have like 12 pictures of, I don't know, we have like 15 pictures around the house of uh, Hildebrand currently. So we could put 300 pictures of Hildebrand. <laughs> uh, they um, also mentioned that if you have a 32-bit system, uh, because of the limitations of 32-bit systems, they, you might not see all of the furnishings on display in the house. And they highly recommend upgrading to a 64-bit system. 64-bit's been around for quite a long time now. Uh, If you're still on 32, I definitely recommend upgrading. It's not very painful. Pretty much all hardware at this point supports it. uh, And it just will give you access to a lot more uh, options in the future. And yeah, there's there's no real reason to still be on 32-bit now. I think Kerry's on 32. And that's why he can't run Titan. Yeah. Uh, by the way, if you're listening to this and you're still playing on PlayStation 3, please go upgrade. Please go do that. If you want to continue playing this game, go do that. Um, save your ducats, get your monies, go get a PlayStation. Four. Four. Or you could, listen, hit me up. Like, if you have a question about building a PC and like, hey, what... What can I afford that's around this price range? And in 64-bit, I'll be able to run... Like, listen, just come talk to me. I help friends build PCs on the cheap. It's entirely possible. So don't think that you can't afford a gaming PC. There are people, YouTube channels, that show you how to do it for, like, 300 bucks. Like, like just you need to know some information and websites and 
just hit us up, ask us questions. They may not do that on the show. Like, uh, like we're not a tech podcast, but if you do need help and you have no idea because you don't know how to build or any of those things, come talk to us. We we can guide you a little bit into the right directions. Uh, you can reach us at show at maelstromradio.com if you have need. If you don't, I mean, if you don't have Twitter, if you hit me up, if you are on Twitter, you can hit, hit me up at Flatus or at Shin or at Maelstrom Radio, Maelstrom underscore Radio, and then you can hit us up there. If you have any absolutely any questions about like upgrading if you want to jump from uh, like a console playstation 3 into pc gaming because you feel like i don't want to just get a ps4 for just one game then you want to kind of expand understandable so just you know and (laughs) if you happen to be a like a hardware company or a company that sells computers or something like that and you want us to help promote by all means i please contact us (laughs) msi who's a lot of their equipment i use And now from your not paid announcements, mm-hmm. I, I think this next one is one of the two top things that we learned this uh, keynote. Uh, let's see. Tacos but, and the food item. No. You mean the theme, re- you know, the new theme revolutions featuring vocalist Susan Cowell? No. That, one. I, I'm, that, that might be it. The taco yeah. thing is a, definitely a close third. <laughs> Uh, so yes, uh, Final Fantasy XIV truly reaching out to a lot of fans, um, and by doing that, I read it third, but I, I'm gonna work it in. And watch this. <laughs> I know you gave me this look like he's skipping things, but don't worry. <clears throat> Susan Calloway uh, was recognized as the voice of Final Fantasy XIV, and if you're anyone that loves the music of this game and have gone to a fan fest or watched fan fest live and watched the piano concert and seen Susan Calloway sing you you associate her with the voice of the song from answers you associate with her as just any moment in this game you hear vocals you think Susan Calloway and I, I can't see anyone else singing any of our main themes going forward other than Susan I think she does a phenomenal job um, the little snippet we got, I can't play it because they didn't release it, and it's an unfortunate, and it's not out there. I would love to play it for you guys. If Uimatsu told me, wrote me, and said, hey, listen, you know, Yoship uh, <laughs> said you can play it, I got a written letter from Yoship, and I was like, thanks, Uimatsu. Actually, how do you listen to us? <laughs> Thank you. And then I'll faint. <laughs> uh all right, a night chili, chili and chat's gonna go farm uh, burbs at the free company. So have a fun night, buddy. Enjoy that. Go get burbs. Uh, yeah, so after listening to uh, both Answers and Dragon Song, which Susan Calloway did the vocals for, I was definitely looking forward to hearing the new song. And uh, now we know it's called Revolutions. And yeah, hearing the first or the little bit that they actually played during the keynote was pretty awesome. You can actually see on Uematsu's face uh, uh, that when they were playing it, they cut it off, and he was like, "Oh, that's it!" <laughs> like, like, like you could tell, like right, right before they cut it off, that was going to be like the big, like crescendo, like la- like just the the hook that gets you in. And I was like, "Oh, we missed, we didn't get the hook." No, we we don't get the awesome, amazing song yet because they have to tease us and say we know there's a song. We've been given a little bit of the song, but please wait until we actually release the whole thing because please look for it <sighs> i did like uh i think it was at the end of the show and they were uh i can't remember who it was but at the end of the show someone else actually stole that phrase i think uh, it might Fox have been Foxconn. Yeah. yeah yeah uh so uh 
some just some extra points that Final Fantasy XIV is truly reaching out to a lot of fans, not even ones that necessarily play MMOs. Um, Dragon Song was more of a ballad. Uematsu wanted to do something with a bit more raw power this time around, rather than it feeling coming from a benevolent god. It also sound more like a human perspective, which I I like. Uh, Susan Calloway, though answers in Dragon Song, uh, has become the voice of Final Fantasy XIV, which is phenomenal. I think it's great. I think, like I said, perfect for it. And um, he thinks she will be able to capture the human spirit just as well as she sentiments of Heidelin. And I couldn't have said that better myself. Um, So, uh, excited. Super excited. Uh, So, uh, we're going to jump into uh, some closing thoughts here. So, uh, Frankfurt was a nice end cap i think to the to all the fan fests um just a perfect amount of news what we needed to hear um you could tell that even like what having sat down and just watched the whole show itself um i know there's not there's a lot we just didn't talk about we we didn't talk about like the different panels and we just wanted to give you guys like the the most important news which is the stormblood news but there was so many panels and and even the ending goodbye where you could tell that I said this for every fan fest. There's just, there's so much respect for us, the player that these guys have. Like there's so much love that. And then, and knowing that you could tell, like they just don't ever forget that 1.0 happened. <laughs> and, and, and it's not necessarily bad. Like, like, like for example, like when Shin and I had episode 21, 22, where I, the audio got screwed like like it was one of those things where you know shin's like you have to release the bad so you know what to strive for with the good and uh i like by the way if you ever want an awesome co-host have shin because i was punching tables and flipping (laughs) so uh so it's the same thing i mean very few mmos get a second chance most of them go free to play or they get shut down warhammer online is an example uh any a lot of MMOs. Rift went free to play. Uh, uh, t- uh, what's it called? Wildstar is on on grim <laughs> grim pa- paths right now. I mean, uh, it, like its monthly uh, or its yearly earnings from last uh, last year were uh, in the other category, not even showing profit. So most games don't make a comeback, and uh, you could tell that just they never forget it. Like all, all the whole team, anybody that shows up, super excited. Uh, the fans show love, and I, I'm just so ha- stoked for the next couple months. I know there's gonna be a lot of dry content, and <laughs> it may not be some great shows out there for for content creators. But you know what? I'm gonna ride that wave into the Stormblood uh, launch, and uh, we'll do. I I promise you as much as that they're hyped and excited to show us this news, and uh, I'll, I'll promise you I'll I'll do my best as a host here to try to think of some crazy shows going forward into uh stormblood going forward and uh so shin you got any closing thoughts based on frankfurt yeah i agree it was definitely a nice way to close out the events and to kick off the final information that we get from stormblood both from the huge map reveal to the music uh to the samurai class they did really really well and the events seemed to go really well uh i saw some of like the cosplays and stuff and they were amazing uh, I wish that we could have actually seen some of these in person. They they were really great. If you haven't seen them, I definitely suggest going and looking at some of the pa- the pictures. Um, also really glad that I got to hear the Primals play again, although I'm very disappointed that we didn't get to hear. And as we mentioned before, Susan Calloway is is really the voice of Final Fantasy XIV. They actually, the Primals invited her to do 
Shiva's theme, Oblivion, on stage live in Frankfurt. And listening to that performance was amazing uh, and just really, really well done. And yeah, that's that's it. (laughs) I, I and in all, all honestly too like even even her rendition of the vocals of oblivion is different from what we get in game like you could just tell that the way like she approaches music is it, she really does make it her own no matter what it is um so that's it's pretty cool like if you've never heard her her remix and her her version of answers go go listen to it you can listen to it for free on soundcloud like she posted it up on her own soundcloud so if you've not listened to it go listen to it like it's amazing like her just her take on music and her making things her own sometimes is fantastic so <laughs> dogtron this game has music yeah dude uh they won like i won an award for like having 384 unique tracks <laughs> dogtron so awesome. by the way dogtron your new i know i found out your new name your new change name it was thin air now you changed it to Donk's drunk <laughs> so <laughs> So if anybody's supporting, I never have game sound on. You're missing out. You're missing out on such good music. Uh, so uh, I we're live every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Please, uh, I, we don't say this enough, and, I, and I'm going to shame myself for this because I don't advertise us like a shameless horror, and I need to. <laughs> so... Uh, we need you guys to do us a favor. Um, I can't do a giveaway for iTunes reviews. I don't know if I can do a giveaway for Google <laughs> Play reviews. I'm pretty sure I can't. Hey, I'm not supposed to. I'll get in trouble. I can get kicked off the services. I'm not allowed to do those things. But what I can do is uh, have you guys go out and uh, write reviews for us good or bad i don't care if it's a one star or five star i'm not asking you to to rate rate us five i would like a five but rate us how you see us currently if you think that we're improving and you want to say hey listen you guys are a four and you're getting to get better and i'll change my review for a five once and leave it tell us tell us why hey you need more of this or i think you guys need more like tips or like a segment on the show or something that you guys need like something every week email like just let us know and we'll, we'll make that change. Like as much as I, I'll, I'll strive for better audio and try to make changes on my end. I, we, we want to know what you guys want and that will make us do a better product for you guys in the end. We don't ask you for money. Uh, so we just ask you to do a couple things for us. So share us with your friend, an enemy, anybody you think that loves Final Fantasy 14 is willing to give us a listen. Um, Paul Metal in chat says you need more Brits. Paul and Chili. Uh, well, Chili just left, but Paul, uh, I think episode, what's next week? The 27th? Um, I'll, I'll message you guys. Pre-patch day. <clears throat> Is that pre-patch day? Uh, so we'll definitely be here, because no one's going to be doing anything, right? Because it's pre-patch day. So I think if Paul Metal and Chili wanted to stop by the show and discuss some we, patch We notes, can discuss. We can discuss that, so... We may have our first guest next week. It'll be a thing that happens. Anyway, you can also email the show at show at maelstromradio.com. You can also reach us at Twitter. That's at maelstrom underscore radio. Our Facebook is at facebook.com forward slash maelstromradio. Uh, we don't have a lot of people on uh, Facebook. So if you do have Facebook, give us a follow on Facebook. Uh, we promise. You know what? In fact, we got to get on that. We'll, we'll link Facebook to our Twitter. So that gets auto updated and stuff. And we'll try to be a little more active on Facebook. 
<clears throat> and then, of course, we're at Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Maelstrom Radio. We thank you so much for joining us here every week, giving us the support. This is episode 25. We are halfway to 50, and we are sure as hell going to barrel cannon our way towards that goddamn 50 mark. And then we're going to barrel our way towards a 100, and we ain't stopping because the steam is still hot in this Maelstrom Radio cannon. Uh, Shin, do you have anything else to add? I got nothing else today. I got nothing else either, buddy. So uh, for Shin, my name is Flattis. This has been Maelstrom Radio. I think we're going to go to the Drowning Munch and something, something beer and something, something drink. It's only Monday. So if you uh, can find us on FanFrit, go find us for the uh, lovely and amazing um, Rudy Gang. And we will see you all next Monday. Maelstrom Radio is a production of MaelstromRadio.com, Blackfire Media Productions. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Opening theme provided by Benjamin Anthony James. You can find more of their music over at SoundCloud.com forward slash Ben773. Our outro is provided by Sodo. You can find more of their music over at SoundCloud.com forward slash Sodo. Views and opinions expressed on this episode are of those of Maelstrom Radio and their hosts, and do not reflect the views and opinions of Square Enix. And until C swallows all, keep listening.